What's going on, guys? Good morning to you. Pile in. Got a nice show here for you today. Um, today we take calls. And um, it's going to be a good show. Had to delay the show a little bit for some... Uh, <laughs> there's a nice production at the very end of this show, so stick around. Um, so it'll be a good show today. We're going to talk about women. Any questions regarding women and manhood? And we'll, uh, we'll discuss those things. And so the link should be at the top. Let me take a look. Again, good morning. Hope you guys had a good week. Let's see who's been here. Shout out to the members. The General. UG, what's good? Francis, good morning. Gerald, good morning. Danny. Bernie. Red Gemini, what's good, man? Good to see you here. Jay, good morning. I don't see the link. Let me get that going. Uh, you will have to be cammed up. I would like to be able to identify you backstage. Uh, that way I'd like to take a look at you. <laughs> I'd like to know who I'm talking to. Uh, so, um, there we are. Sterling, good morning. Kay Marie, good morning. Hang on one second. Just a relaxed show. Come on through. I'm here to answer your questions. Manhood or anything about women. Anything about women or anything about manhood. I want to get back today. And so we're going to do that. Okay. So anyway, I'll show you guys a couple things that are kind of funny. There's something here I think you guys are going to crack up at. Let me show it to you real quick. Uh, again, welcome back to the show. I am your host, Coach EO. Cheers to everyone watching. It is open to subscribers today. If you'd like to join our membership, you're welcome to. Uh, we'll greet you in the champion game way. Coach Uppercut, good morning. Yo, I got a video for you, fam. I made a button for you when you're ready. Uh, Santify, good morning to you, sir. Xavier Pardo, good morning, sir. Good to have you. Ethan, good morning. Good to have you. So the... Uh, the link's up top. When you're ready, come on through. Any questions about women or dating, if you're in a relationship, marriage, about to get a divorce. I talked to a lot of guys going through a divorce. And so uh, whatever your situation is, I will offer my uh, assistance today. Kane, good morning to you. Good to have you. Miss nothing. Well, not really. It's only six minutes in, sir. So kick back, relax. Eldridge, <laughs> good morning to you. Any suggestions on accessories, furniture to add to your bedroom? Everybody's bedroom is different. 
Everybody's bed. You, you know, you may you you may not even like my bedroom. <laughs> you may come in. My bedroom's kind of um, bohemian style. Uh, I like to switch up rooms anyway. I like to have a different theme in each room. So depending on what kind of mood I'm in, I go into a room and it's a different theme to the room. Um, there's going to be some consistency in the in the common areas. Obviously, you want to have a nice flow, but I like to personalize rooms, and I like to have a different theme to each room. So my my master room is is bohemian style, uh, which I which I personally like, very calming. Uh, but then I might have another room that that's uh, it might have a beachy feel to it, kind of beachy. You know, it might it might just be very very tranquil. And so um, over here, we are considerate of what women think, but we don't make decisions purely for women because we're the ones living there. <laughs> we're the ones living there. So, so do what you like. Do what you like, but be considerate to your guests. I'm going to be showing you guys a lot of things around my place. Actually, uh, next week we'll be going live from one of my places. I'm going to show you some little things you could pick up that are cool for guests for uh, entertaining so we'll be doing that next week but just remember to, to, to it, you know it needs to fit you it needs to be comfortable for you you have to feel good in your home clearly again we want to be considerate for guests we want to be mindful of having a guest but I, everything I've ever done in my homes was for me I never ever went to a store thinking, I wonder if a girl would like this. That that I mean, maybe at the back of my mind it was there, but it was always me first. Will I like this? Do I like this? Um, how could I put this to use? Will I enjoy having this every day? How will this serve me ongoing for the next twelve months or whatever it is? And so uh that's that's where that's at. I'm not too keen on um, doing things specifically, specifically, primarily for a woman. <laughs> I'm just not. Now, if you get married or something, different story. You want to build a room for your woman, a special room for her to, you know, maybe an office. You know, she's, you got her working for you or something like that. So, you know, it's different in those situations. Um, but if you're a single man, do what you like. Do what's comfortable for you. But at the back of your mind, be mindful of guests. But even I'm mindful of, of, of guy friends that I, that I have over, you know, nice whiskey glasses, scotch glasses. I'm mindful of even my, my boys. So I don't pedestalize women and then treat my boys like shit. You know, I treat, I treat everyone well that has been formally invited to be uh, in my presence. And so if, if you're one of those people, you'll be treated well. Honestly, if I had to give you the right time, I would I would say in your forties. If I if I had to give you a time, I would say between forty like forty five. But it but I wouldn't be mad at you if you did it at 42, 42, 43. But I say the sweet spot, in my opinion, of course everybody's gonna be a little different. But for me, I say get get some living out, live, um, expand who you are. Um, Obviously, earn as much money as possible, save and invest as much money as possible, 
I suggest you have several sources of income, work on a couple of businesses, travel a little bit, um, make sure your credit is good, make sure you qualify for whatever it is that you would like to have, business loans, whatever. Make sure you, you stay on top of your manhood affairs. Um, date, date all kind of women, you know, date different uh, women of cultures, um, ethnicities, obviously, um, different ages even, Ex explore, learn. Um, and then I'd say when you're in your 40s, go ahead and consider marriage. Consider it. Don't ever rush into it. Don't let anybody rush you into it, but consider it. I say 45, <laughs> just being honest, I think 45. Uh, 45, but I wouldn't be mad at you if it was 42. Anything younger than that, um, it's not saying it can't work. Um, I'm not saying it can't work. But I think it's good to learn how, learn how to be self-sufficient. Learn how to take care of yourself without a companion, without having someone uh, team up with you. Know that you can do things by yourself. When you have that knowing, like, hey, I'm self-sufficient. I've taken care of myself since I was 18 years old. Um, I have a career, you know, or I have a business, or I work a job where, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm valued. Um, I don't need anyone to come into this situation to help it thrive. However, if there is a good fit and we're, and we're compatible, certainly we can uh, consider an add-on to what we have and, and, and be valuable to, to each other's lives. That's my question to that. Uh, again, link is here. This is the call-in. This is the call-in. Okay, I got someone in the back here. Uh, gentlemen, I'll be right with you. I may not be able to get to all the questions are in the chat room. So if you want to, I'll try to get to some. Obviously, super chat them if you really want me to see them. Um, or just come on the show. We'll be here for a, a good while today. We'll be here for a good while. I'm going to turn down this tranquil music, man. So I can hear my dude in the back. <laughs> I like I like this music, though. Feel like I'm in outer space. Alright. Feel like I'm in outer space. I I'm the world, baby. Oh, my bad. Oh shit. Wrong, wrong music. Hold on. Got you. Trying to see if I can hang on. Alright, there we go. Okay. Before we go to uh, Mr. Afro in the back, he's our first uh, uh, gentleman to come on, Mr. Afro. I'm going to make Mr. Afro laugh and everybody else in the chat room. Check this out. Here's your boy, Jamie Foxx. Um, I saw a clip. One of my very good friends sent me a clip. Hang on, man. This is what I'm trying to do. There we go. He sent me a clip this morning. I was like, damn, he did a good-ass job. Shout out to uh, Jamie Foxx doing an impression of Donald Trump. A lot of great people on both sides. Lots of great people on both sides. I know Harry O. He's a great person. He couldn't vote for me at the time. Now he can vote for me once he gets out. I love Snoop D.O.W.G. Great person. So do you love Death Row Records? I love people Death Row. I love Death Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Fake news. I love Death Row. <laughs> 
What's your favorite death row record, uh, Mr. Trump? All of them. <laughs> All of the death row records. Don't try to pin me down. I see what he just... Excuse me. Fake news. Excuse me. Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> So they tried to give me the virus. <laughs> <laughs> I beat the virus. Why they try to? They, they tried to give me the virus. Like, who is they? The they motherfucker said, "I beat the virus." They're like, "Fuck you!" Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> he beat it. Oh man, that's some crazy, funny shit right there, man. That dude was a dead ringer. <laughs> dead ringer he said fake news <laughs> oh man i might show that again for somebody coming in a little bit later but uh that that was a good one uh very good very good all right man let's bring our guy in here mr afro good morning to you sir how you doing a little bit a little bit not not too good <laughs> okay How about now? That's better. Much better. All right. What's going How on, doing man? How, how you been? I'm good, man. How about doing, you? Doing great. Doing great. Thanks for... <laughs> what can I do uh, for you, man? Thanks for allowing me up in here today, man. Of course. All right. Course. My question is about women. Well, it's about myself, honestly. So sure. uh, when I meet girls, one of two things happen, right? The first is, uh, this happens 80% of the time. So I'm usually unable to get past texting and setting up the the date, right? But whenever I do, which happens 20% of the time, they get attached. It's like whenever we get past the texting, go on a, go on a date, mm. get attached. They get it's, attached or you, or you do? Well, that's the thing. I don't. Because mm. I know, uh, well, I've been I've been watching your videos for a minute, and mm. uh, I've improved on a whole bunch of things in my life, you know. Mm. And I know I know I'm doing better with myself, just in life generally, just trying to experience life more, you know. So I'm a lot more focused mm. on that, on improving myself even more. So sure. definitely not trying to get attached to anybody, and that I let girls know. But I'm just trying to know what's going on. I know it doesn't have anything to do with the girls. It's definitely me because mm. I'm experiencing myself, right? So uh, why can't I get past the texting? And even when I set up a, a date, I know don't set up dates during the weekends because girls are trying to go out and have fun, right? So uh, mm. during the, before the weekends, I set up dates. I'm unable yeah. to get to that part. Well, it's not that you can never set up a date on the weekend. I just don't recommend it personally uh, because the weekend is kind of like for people to go out and, and do things with their friends, especially in the summertime. What you could do is a meetup, not an official date where you're trying to schedule a date. But what you could say is something like if you got a girl that you're talking to, just say, hey, listen, I'm out and about. Come meet me for one. And I always say meet me for one because that also tells her that you don't you're not interested in keeping her all night. Uh, that's why a lot of women actually ghost or don't see a lot of guys because you're trying to take up a lot of time and it also reflects badly on you that you're trying to, you know, uh, reserve an entire weekend for a girl that you barely know. So it's like a psychology thing. So what you could do is if you're already out 
and there's a girl just say hey listen um meet me for one real quick before you head out with your friends so you're kind of giving her the permission like hey we're just meeting for one and then what you do with that one though is that you know you leave a dope ass impression and then you do send her off to her friends unless she wants to ghost her own friends I don't encourage that, you know, but if she's like, hey, you know, that's the likelihood of that happening. I mean, you'd have to be very, very attractive to her. And she has, must have low interest in going out that night anyway. Uh, but that's what I recommend. Number one is uh, on the weekend, simply let be out living your life. You should be doing that. Um, and just say, meet me for one before you head out to your friends and then push her off to her friends. When she comes and meets you for one, you smell good, you look good, you know, you're respectful to your guests, and just say, hey, listen, well, let me let you go. I'm going to head out somewhere else. I'll tell you what, you know, it's 10 right now. Why don't, why don't I, uh, I'll hit you up around 1 and tell you where I'm at. Maybe we'll finish the night off. And, 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 and that's it. Any more than that, you're talking too much, you're doing too much. Um, so that, that's the first thing. Um, I want to ask you a question about your improvement. You talked about I'm improving. Can you describe what that means? Uh, just getting to getting to know myself uh, more in depth, and that's for the inside and for the outside. Fashion, the smell, it look good and the smell good, definitely. You know. <laughs> so we called you Deont uh, Deontay Wilder. You do look like Deontay a bit. <laughs> and the first time I you, you do got that Deontay look. That, that that's what's up. Um, yeah. Okay. And how old are you? 27. 27, all right. Okay. Where you live at? Uh, Indianapolis. I know you used to okay. live. Okay, Indianapolis. That's what's up. I, I like downtown Indy. It reminds oh. me of like a, a little Chicago, but I, I do enjoy downtown Indy, especially around this time. Fall time is nice, too. Um, downtown Indy, you can, you can clean up. You, you can clean up. All right, real quick before we go on to somebody else, but um, let's talk about this whole, you know, you you meet them. Where do you meet women at? Where do you meet them at? Mostly you, you, in person. I don't do online dating anymore. Just uh, I don't know. It doesn't suit me as much anymore because it's more like I want to experience a person when I meet them. Uh -huh. So I just mostly uh, in person, you know, just out and about. And do you walk up to them or, or uh, how do you how do you initiate conversation? What do you uh, say? You, you do it from the back, from the front. You hit them on the side. Mostly, mostly. <laughs> you go behind them and put your eyes on under your finger on the eyes and shit. Nah, no, that's I'm fucking with you. That's why. Messing with you. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, off of, usually off of eye contact. You know, it's like with like eyes, and you could tell. Mostly, you could tell from the eyes. Now she wants you to come talk to her. You know. She okay. So what you say? What you say when you go talk to her? Because you I said your, your closing rate is not that good. It, it, did you say that at the beginning? Your closing rate, when mm -hmm, you talk yeah. to women, you can't turn it. You can't transition it. So uh, tell me what, that, what that's like. What do you say? What are you talking about? So I can, I'll find the problem. Uh, mostly, I just introduce myself, ask for her name. Uh, just from there, I guess something just comes up that strikes a conversation. And then it's the either you take my number text me or give me your number i call you can set something up here's here's the problem i see guys like rush to the number it's like you just rush because it's like a quick get out you know it's like a quick getaway it's like let me just go say hi say something and say yo can i get your number it's like you know people are a little protective over their personal information you know so you know i recommend that you that maybe you're sitting somewhere where the women are you know you sit where you want to sit 
But obviously, if there's somebody next to you, just casually engage them. There were times I talked to women and I didn't, didn't even know my name for like the first first 30 minutes oh. because I think that's a little too formal sometimes. Sometimes you could just gesture and go, wow, that's a, that's a pretty fragrance. That's a pretty fragrance you got on. What's the name of that? And that's why I told you also to go out and sample men's and women's fragrances so you can get familiar with certain. There's times I picked out a woman's fragrance. I'm like, I know exactly what perfume you got on. That, that, was the, that is the intro. I know, what, I know what fragrance you're wearing. You got this whole bar lit up. I know exactly what you're wearing. And she's like, what? I'm like, Perry Ellis 360. Damn, how did you know that? I'm like, I know this stuff. So, so that when you are, when you are very um, experienced with a lot of different things and you have more to talk about, uh, then you could – I don't even ask the woman's name really right away sometimes because I don't even know if I want her name yet. Real talk. I don't even know if I want her name yet. I don't even know if I want her to know me yet on, on a deeper level other than a simple, uh, a simple comment. Because I might not like her answer. What if, what if she's like, you know, got a bad attitude or something or foul breath? Then now I don't even want to talk to her. I'm like, you know, why would I, why would I introduce myself, you know? You know, uh, she might have snaggle tooth or something, you know, whatever. I'm not trying to be mean, but she might not be what I want. And so you got to throw out little tests. You know, it's like you test it first. You know what I'm saying? So that's why you got to go to the store, try out all, you know, know the men's colognes, know the women's colognes uh, or, or perfumes. I, I, I used to pick out Flower Bomb on women, you know, Perry Ellis 360, Jador. As a matter of fact, SNO had Jador on the first night we met, and I knew what she had on. I said, oh, you got Christian Dior Jador on. That's one of my favorites. And she was like, wow, you know, like, so it's those little things that separate you from other guys. And then if you like how she's looking at you, talking to you, then you can proceed with um, introduction. So women have heard, has, they've heard a lot of these intros. Hey, my name is Deontay Wilder. Uh, what's your name? And she like, uh, Stephanie? It's like, oh, I just wanted to come over and say hello. Maybe we could go on a date sometime. I mean, you got to do a little better than that. And it's not that you have to do better so she likes you. You just have to represent yourself better as a man. You understand? So basically you're saying uh, most of the things that happen in the text messages is a reflection of uh, what happened when we first met. If you do a good first impression, you don't have to text that much. It's guys that don't that don't know who they are and don't leave a lasting impression that ha- that ha- feel the need to text a lot. I never text women a lot, never. As a matter of fact, my first date with SNO, my girl now, uh, she didn't even know we had the date. I scheduled the date, <laughs> told her the time. I didn't even confirm it with her. Like I just didn't. Uh, she she ended up texting me and was like, "Are we still on?" I said, "Of course." If we weren't on, I would have gotten in contact with you. And so and then she went to the mall, went to the Mac counter, did her makeup, got her hair done. I mean, she did all this for a first date with me. And uh, so if, if you leave a, a very good impression to begin with, you don't have to do a lot of that texting because she can remember. She can live through that initial moment. But if it's just a, you sound scared, you know, you don't know what to say to her. There's nothing memorable, really, that much about you. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. So stop being scared to uh, express who you are. It's like guys have a lot in them. They have a lot in them, but they don't. They don't release it. 
they're like afraid of rejection or shame when really, you know, life is about expressing who you are at all times. And whoever's feeling that will 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 want to be with you, will want to deal with you. And those that don't reflect that, they have the right to not reflect that. And they they won't. And that's okay too. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Don't overtext, fam. I can see it. I bet you yeah, sitting there having it. Yeah, yeah, you're overtexting. I don't overtext. You don't. So I feel like um it's a combination of ooh, I gotta be in this motherfucker. Oh don't kill it, man. Let that be live, bro. Man, I'm trying. I'm trying to live. <laughs> no, I, I know. Yeah, I know. Both of y'all can live. Just, just get it out but the yeah. way. Yeah, I feel like it's a combination of uh, not creating the the very dope mm. first impression and then not texting too much. I just usually fly to the date, you know, send someone up after I get the number. But how did they get attached to you, though? Like, <laughs> I want to talk like, about the attachment. Like after. Mm after the date like okay honestly after after listening to you watching your videos i just mm. i've got more interested in finding out myself just spiritually mm. internally so mm. most of the things i do i just try to experience experience myself so when i take a girl on a date she is kind of experiencing we're both experiencing ourselves as i as i see it so it's like you and the I'm woman you and the woman you and the yeah, woman. Yeah. Okay. That's fun. true. That's true. Fun. Mm -hmm. Everybody, everybody likes that kind of thing, you know, and sure. most people don't live life like that. So I guess, I guess I'm attached. Yeah, but it, it, it maybe not attached, but maybe they just want, they want a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, you know, and, but you also have to be courteous to women that get attached. Like if you see them getting attached, you know, um, and if you don't want them to get attached, you you got a decision to make. You know, you got to also coach them on on not being attached to you. You know, I've coached women to not be attached to me. <laughs> I've actually told women, hey, listen, like like I'm just having fun this summer. Um, we could take this into the fall because we got a dope vibe, but uh, I'm not necessarily offering you anything outside of a casual a casual meetup here and there. So if you meet somebody that is offering you a little more, by all means, you should you should go in that direction. See, you gotta be, you gotta talk to women like that, bro. You have to. <laughs> That's bold right there. See, yeah. That's the thing. I guess I got, I just gotta get there. It's, it's, uh, it's all. Yeah. It's all, well, you gotta uh, hear somebody. You gotta hear somebody talk like that too, because if you're not hearing this kind of game, said in this way, you don't know it's possible. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? You don't really know it's possible. Um, and so, the more that you hear me talk like this. The more courteous you'll be to yourself and to the women you deal with, you won't lie to them. You won't give them false promises. And, um, you know, but keep in mind, you can't get attached either, though. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you you got to make sure that you're you're enjoying it. You're respectful to yourself and the person you're dealing with. But you're also not getting attached. You can't tell another girl to get attached, but but low key, you're attached. Uh -huh. You know uh -huh. what I'm saying? The um, the part where you said you have you have to coach the girl. You have to tell the girl, hey, I'm not interested in anything serious right now. That part is a hard part because it's You don't a, have to say it, by the way. Don't say it unless you see her coming on strong. Mm -hmm. Like, don't say it from the jump. Hey, listen, I'm just letting you know right now. Like, it's just unnecessary. It's just unnecessary. And, it's, and it seems like it's just a bad energy. Now, if she asks you, don't lie to her. Thanks. But also, but also, unless you definitively know 
I'm not making no girl my girl for like the next six months or the next year unless you absolutely know that. But I will tell you, it's not good to box yourself in. Uh-huh. You could say something like, listen, having a having a, a an exclusive relationship is not on the radar right now. However, um, if there's something where I'm compatible, we're compatible, and, uh, and we got beautiful communication, you know, uh, great sex life, you know, there's trust, you know, our lifestyles are compatible, certainly, you know, uh, that consideration will take place. So you don't want to eliminate it because then you're boxing yourself in. However, you do want to say it's not on my radar right now. If it's not, if it's not. Okay. I appreciate so, that. So all in all, work on my uh, first impression. Work on that left hook. That's number one. Work on that left hook. <laughs> Fucking with you. Uh, yeah, work on that left. Uh, make sure you beat the shit out of Tyson. Uh, Tyson Fury, if you all go at it again. Anyway, um, but no, uh, you know, I'm playing with you, man. It's just, you do look like him, though. That's not, that's not a bad. How tall are you? I'm 5'9". Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, they're going to know you ain't him. But if you're sitting down and shit, you might be able to pull it off. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, just uh, run this back. Check out this segment. Mm-hmm. Um, if, you need, if you need anything, you know, more extensive, obviously there's a way to get at me for coaching. Yeah. But uh, I feel. did you feel like you got a little something that you needed? I did. I did. I okay. appreciate it, man. Thank you. All right, man. Hey, have a good weekend. I'll talk to you again. All right? Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for being such a gentleman. All right, man. Cool. I got an Andre in the back. Uh, be going to Mr. Andre in just a moment. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed that segment. I do want to go over a couple of super chats I see here. Omni Roman House. That's my guy. What's good, man? Appreciate you. A regular uh, sponsor here. Um, be sure to be on the lookout for the for the finale of the show, Omni. Let's read what Omni says. $100 here today. I never ask for a girl's number when I engage. If they are smart, they will see my value and will ask for <laughs> uh, All right, brother. Appreciate it. Thank you so much uh, for that contribution. I have a special button for those that are very regular here. I like to celebrate those people. It means a lot to have you here and to patronize um, this business. So shout out to Mr. Omni Roma. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much for that. Let's see what else we got. We got a new member here. Shout out to Andre, new member. Everybody, uh, give him a warm champion game welcome if you can. We like to make our uh, have our uh, members feel welcome here. Okay, Mr. Uh, Mr. Andre. Hey. Good morning to you. How you doing? Oh, good morning. I'm from Germany. Here's evening, but uh, I hope you can understand me because English is not my first language. Uh, you're speaking fine, man. I understand you. So you uh, you a fan of Jeremy Fragrance? Yeah, I know him, but I don't look his uh, videos. Mm. But um, yeah, I know he's I know he's over there in the, in Germany. So I don't yeah, know if you see him. Uh, a dude, I don't know if you saw a dude walking around with no shirt on with a box of fruits. You didn't see that? <laughs> yeah, I knew him from yeah. Munich or so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, got you. Um, cool, man. Mike, what's your question? Wh- Go ahead. My question is, so I am uh, 
2020 and I'm going to work. But my problem is I'm very broke and I make want to make money. So I don't have much time um, by my uh, my works eight hours a day and mm. I want to do something uh, else to do uh, to make more money. So I don't have to, so much time to meet girls and so. But I have yeah. some girls. So should I pri prioritize more the money thing and make make it so I'm stable? Or you think I could uh, do both at the same? Do you do you get attached to girls that you that you deal with? Um, do they kind of take over a lot of your time, or do you manage it really well? See, let me just say this real quick to all the men. One of the uh, you know I would say one of the strongest attributes of a man is management, time management. Out of uh, if somebody asks me, you know, what does it take to be a strong man? Time management, you know, prioritization. You know, properly prioritizing things. So when I hear a guy say, hey, should I just stop talking to women or should I just focus on my money? You really can do both. You, you can do both if you prioritize it correctly. Now, I wouldn't put women over money, personally. I'm not going to ever put women over money until you get to a point where you have enough money then maybe money isn't that big of a uh, of a of a drag to you you're not always as a matter of fact once you get a lot of money you'll notice that your money keeps multiplying anyway because you've set it up right to do that you're you're quite young to be doing that although you can get started but um when i was young i had to work jobs i didn't want to work until eventually getting into sales and then i and then i settled in there so, you know, you're going to have to work jobs you don't want to work as building blocks and ways to network and get experience to eventually settling into something that you're going to be very good at and you can add value to. So I see too many guys that want to jump into their dream jobs and shit, and it just doesn't always work that way. You're going to have to work your way up, get some game, get some experience, work some jobs that you don't really want to work, but you need the cash. And then while you're doing that, you're using your communication skills to network and say, you know, you talk to a guy, maybe he has a construction business. Hey, you guys, you guys need some help over there? Be happy to come over. Maybe you go do a construction job for a year. You know, you get some game there. There you learn a skill set and you go and maybe start your own business eventually. So let me ask you a question. What do you do for a living right now? What, what, what do you do? Um, I'm working uh, real estate, but it's a business job. It's not like a um, real estate uh -huh. Uh, marketer so what, so what is it because if I was talking to you right now and I asked you what you did for a living and you're like it's real estate but it's not really real estate I would know that you don't really know what you do you don't sound very confident about that so I wouldn't want to give you a job if you weren't able to tell me what you do so I'll ask you again let's just say I'm in Germany and mm -hmm. uh, I'm like so tell me about what tell me about your job what do you do I don't know the English word this but say it say it how you would say it don't don't second guess it just say how tell me what you do I manage um, properties for you know Woolworth. I'm gonna just say yes okay, just, okay, just say okay. yes okay um it's like Walmart but I manage the filials if there's a technical technical mistake I will um, mm -hmm get someone who fix it.
Okay. So it's not really real estate, but it's say the job name is real estate. So I got you. You know, make sure when you deliver that answer that you do it as confidently as possible. Okay. okay. Work on that because you may meet somebody that that you're talking to and they're like, you know, and, and there might be an opportunity and they might want to sit down with you and talk. And so make sure that you work on that, you know, delivering, you know, confidently and smoothly your your duties and what you do at your job. Because a guy with game and a guy that's hiring, you know, is looking at you like, okay, <laughs> he couldn't even really like convey to me, couldn't even describe what he was doing to me. And so and don't oversell what you're doing either. You know, if it's not really real estate, then don't say real estate. For example, uh, Sovereign uh, uh, Renaissance said, sounds like property management, which is the first thing that went through my mind. It sounds like you manage properties. And so you could just say, I'm in property management right now. Uh, I work for a couple of different distribution centers. Um, and, and, you know, that's it. You know, if you, if you delegate jobs, I don't know if you're kind of a boss where you are or you're just, you're you're not. Okay, then you know you say uh, I generally where I work approximately fifty hours a week right now. You know, um, and then let them come at you now. So, um, it's, but to to answer your earlier question, who you live with, parents? Yes. Okay, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with living with your parents at twenty years old. Don't think that you have to rush out at twenty. Um, don't think that you have to do that. If you if you have a room and they don't mind you living there, you know, stay there, stay there a little longer. You know, stack up your money. You know, uh, there's no rush. There's no rush to to leave your parents home. Now, obviously, if you're 23 and you got Doritos bags, uh, you know, under the bed and shit, you know, like and you're getting you're getting too comfortable, then that that's a problem. Don't get too comfortable there, but have a have a have a purpose for staying there. Appreciate your parents. Add value to the household. Make sure you're, you know, make sure you're doing things around the house, um, and and stack your money to eventually then transition to, you know, your own space. Okay. You don't have to get rid of women in order to work. This is a misconception, and these are men that don't know how to manage their time, and I imagine they don't know how to manage their emotions either. Uh, that that's really a cope, in my opinion. When guys say, "Well, I'm just focusing on my money right now," well, if you knew how to manage yourself and govern yourself and manage your time, you would know. Again, don't put money before or women before money. But when you're done making your money, you're done taking care of your responsibilities and your obligations. Then go ahead and schedule some time with a female, because that's healthy for a man to 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 share his masculinity with femininity it's very healthy for your mind it's good for your body and, and you learn a lot from women too you learn about i, I always say that women are the, sometimes oftentimes the best teachers because they show you where you're lacking women will show you where you're lacking and instead of getting mad at that take that game take that experience and say okay i was lacking there i need to i need to refine that Okay, and they also show you where you're where you're strong. So they're gonna do one of the two things are happening. Women are gonna celebrate your strength and appreciate your leadership, or they're going to highlight where you're lacking. And okay. I think sometimes and sometimes men they, to avoid the truth, they just don't want to deal with women. But you can't avoid it. You're gonna have to deal with that. Okay, Does that make sense? Yeah, make it. All right, man. So, uh, any final questions before we go? Um, no, not really. You helped me. I like your book. 
that helped me cut the bullshit is very nice. Thank you. Um, do you make a second book? What was the question? Do I make a what? A second book. Yes. Yes. Um, I have a big announcement coming out in approximately four weeks, which men worldwide will be uh, beneficial. You'll benefit from it big time. And then after that, after this job, uh, this project is done, then I will focus on the completion of that book, and it should be ready by Thanksgiving time. Uh, so it'll be done this year. Okay, very nice. Keep yes, up your work. So, I appreciate. Thank it. you. Hey, and keep uh, keep this attitude. You have a good attitude. Um, so it's I could see it. Um, what about your friends? You got friends? Yeah, of course. But um, my friends. Um, before two years before COVID, I was very in the party scene. Mm. So um, I cut them off all. Okay. I had three or four real friends, cousins, but um, the rest I don't. I don't want to um, time. Uh, I don't know. Manage managing my time better for the real ones. Sure. Um, very smart very wise very wise of you very wise there's a lot of wisdom in you i can i can sense it you just need you just need a little cultivation maybe a mentor keep watching um and and work hard and just remember that you're probably going to go through jobs that are not the most desirable until you get to the one and so don't try to jump to the finish line you yeah, can't do it. Me. It's not possible. Now, has it happened? I'm sure that some people have settled into, you know, uh, a job they really loved early on. But, you know, at, by and large, that doesn't really happen. But you're going to notice, too, through every job, you learn something about yourself. You learn a new skill. And you'll take those experiences and that knowledge with you to the next situation. So don't be afraid to take a job that just pays you money it may not be the most desirable it may not be gleaming with a bunch of uh you know attention from the outside but it's going to give you what you need for the for the next for the next job so be humble in your decisions okay okay yeah all right man i used to ride a bike and uh when i was 16 15 i used to ride a bike in the winter to burger king to work i didn't my mother didn't have a car i used to ride a bike uh, at two o'clock in the morning, two thirty, I used to close down that restaurant. I used to clean all the um, the grease. I used to change all the grease out and stuff. I, but I mean, you know. And then I went on to other jobs that were dirty jobs. I had quite a few dirty jobs early on, until eventually I started using my mental strength, my communication skills. But you got to start somewhere. Yes. So, all right, man. Thank you for coming on. Yeah. Talk thanks. to you again. Bye. Have a good evening. All right. Come on through. <laughs> Join the show. I'll post the link one more time. Come on in. If you guys have any questions. Hope you're enjoying the show. Also, if you want to let if you have a let go with EO style of question, that's fine too. I'm here to help you with the practical things um, 
And then, but also, if you have a deeper question, that's fine too. So you're welcome to ask those questions. H asks, do you recommend uh, commission sales? I love it. I absolutely love commission, working on commission. I never feared it. As a matter of fact, I loved it because then I I pay myself. I I never really wanted a salary. Uh, it wasn't like something like, what's your salary? You want? I'd rather somebody say, we pay 100% commission. You get spiffs on this. You get bonuses on this. You know, I, I, I thrived in those situations because I'm a hustler. I got a lot of energy. It, you can't stop me. Um, I'm fly as, as fuck in my view. <laughs> you know, I'm dressing the part. You know, I add tremendous value. I make people feel comfortable. You know, I don't oversell people. I sell them what they need. I sell them what will benefit them. And I do it quickly. And, I'm, you know, there was times I closed deals that would take me 45 minutes. That would take another person an entire day. And so... 100% commission is where I thrived all of my life. But you'll find the weak the weak ones, the ones that don't believe in themselves, they, they're scared of that. But I, I loved it. I embraced it. it. It motivated me. It kept me sharp. Because if I, didn't, if I didn't close, I didn't get paid. And so I was 100% responsible for myself. And I loved that. I loved being responsible for me. And so I enjoyed it completely. So... Don't be afraid of that. Uh, he, he, you know, you can still be successful on the phone too. Um, you still can. There, you, you still can be successful on the phone. Uh, obviously, in-person communication. I think you have the opportunity uh, uh, to thrive a little better. But don't be afraid of the phones either. Pick up that phone. You know, learn how to speak to people on the phone. Uh, I'll be doing classes on this. I will be doing classes on this. Again, if we don't get a lot of people today, no problem. We'll just end the show. Uh, please hit the like button. Let me take a look at these likes. Let me take a look at these likes real quick. We got... Uh, hold on. <laughs> hold on a second, guys. Got 142 people watching, 85 likes. I'd like to get that to 100, please. At least. If we could do that, that'd be great. Super chat from Sovereign Renaissance, $5. I was thinking of doing a networking job where it's commission-based. Do you do sales training? Absolutely, I do sales training, 100%. 100%. I've helped many people get jobs, get promoted, um, leave jobs to go to another job, and to thrive at those in those sales positions. Uh, absolutely. I was in the cologne business w way early in my 20s. Uh, that did not that did not stay very long. Two years, I was in the cologne business way early. Um, but communication is communication. Sales is sales. There's going to be subtle differences, obviously. You have to learn your trade. Um, but sales is sales. Communication is communication. Um, tonality matters. Timing matters. Knowing when to, 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 to close the deal. Sometimes you could be hesitant on closing the deal. Uh, don't make friends with your clients. Don't make friends with them. I never gave a friendly vibe to anyone that I, that I did business with. When you make friends, that's how, they, that's, that's how they say, well, let me think about it. Let me take your card. Let me get back to you. 
Um, I always stayed very in charge of the sale. I never gave a friendly vibe. I was courteous and respectful, but I never, no client I ever dealt with saw what w- w- got a friendly vibe from me. Never, and that, that's and then you'll get respect because of that. Um, getting too friendly with who you're selling to can be a bad move. Bernie El, good morning to you, man. I see you at, you're, at the, you're at the shop. You're yes, at the shop. Sir. I was going to chime in real quick, five minutes. Sure. And uh, say, you know, I've been uh, working at the Bumble and Tinder Heart, so, you know, just, uh, I mean, I, I dedicate just a little time, but, you know, I dedicate more time to myself than anything. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hit and miss, but it should, you know, I take it fun, you know, it's not, I don't take it, you know. I don't take it as a, a job. I just take you know, you ain't you ain't gonna get them all, but you know, part of part of learning the learning curve for me. So mm. let me let me let me just uh, stop for a second. There is no problem, CC. You got to notice the language. This gentleman says the problem with commission with a hundred percent commission is if you don't sell, you don't make any money. That is not a problem. That's an opportunity. That should make you go harder. That should be make you more focused. That should make you keep refining. That should encourage you to go to seminars. You know how many seminars I paid for to go to? Um, at the same time, there was a lot that I didn't go to because I was just very natural and very good at it. But you have to keep growing. He says, which means uh, way more stress. You find. This is a very pessimistic, negative way to look at it. I encourage anybody listening right now to not believe what he's saying. That's not a disrespect to you, H, but that energy is, that's not the right energy. Even when I was 22, I was like, bet I'm responsible for my income. I love it. I love it. Let me be responsible for how much I make. You can go pay another guy $30 an hour. I'll make a couple hundred dollars an hour. Okay. That is the mindset I always had. <laughs> always. So please be refrain from coming over here with pessimistic energy. Um, that is not the way to. That is not the correct way to look at it. If you want to be successful as a man, go ahead, uh, Bernie. You know, uh, adding not adding to what, what the guy, what he was negativity he's putting in. A lot of sure. when you're in the business, a lot of stuff that people don't want to do, and that the hard the harder it is, the more money there is. And you know, if you if you want to be uh, successful in business, most of the time when people don't want to do things that are difficult to do, they'll. Uh, um, what call it? There's, I mean, there's prosperity and, and money to be made if that's what I'm trying to get at, you know. Let me ask you a question. What separates your shop, um, your services, your shop, your personnel from your competitors? Let's say uh, someone pops into your shop, and even I've talked to you about introduction, how to greet people, you know, presentation. We, I've even, I've even alluded to those things during our coaching calls when I've coached you. But let me ask you this: What separates you from your competition? What will a customer experience and benefit from by giving you their their uh, their money, and giving you the job? I get a lot of people saying that they 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 like the vibe and they feel how place like pleasant and chill and then not only that uh in our last coach you call the personality like the way you communicate with people and also you how you said you're talking about commission basis it's all the same but everything connects so you upsell you don't upsell but you you make it comfortable enough where it doesn't feel like it's a business transaction but more like a a personal 
kind of like a customer customer mechanic relationship. Um, and a lot of people, you know, look back and say, I say, you know, I like this place. I keep coming back here because I like the way, you know, I vibe here and, and I just feel this place is pleasant. So, you know, and then mm. it also goes back to your foundation of value for value. If you value your work and then the person that values your service will keep coming back to you because they so value for value. And, uh, you know, you always want to keep, you know, you know, you know what? Uh, that's true. That's true. Uh, let me give a tip to somebody too. let's say somebody's brake pads are near the end of the, of their life, but they got about three months left. You might ask them. So i got a question for you. How much do you travel? Uh, do you travel moderately or is there extensive driving every day? And if, if they say, well, I work from home, you could say, cool, I'll tell you what, let me just show you something real quick. You see these pads, you're running thin. Um, you don't necessarily have to replace them today. However, just be mindful uh, that probably in about three months or so, especially before we get these heavy winters, you're going to want to do that. Um, I'll go ahead and give you a price on that. And And what you could do is you might be showing them like it, you're upselling another thing that they do need, but gaining their trust from a little thing that can be delayed. Sometimes people are like, they want the whole shebang. They want the whole deal. We want everything. And sometimes you can do that and get everything. But sometimes it's actually earning their trust and saying, hey, I don't have to get the brakes right now. However, I'm going to get the struts because that is something that's probably dire, more dire for them. I'm not going to go ahead and bombard them. You need your brakes done. You need your rotors fixed. You need your struts done. You need new tires. Like that might be a little much. So what you could show them and say, hey, listen, you got a little life on here. You don't drive too much. I say you got a couple months left. By maybe mid-November, come see me, and I'll give you a good price on it. Um, but what we do need to do today is replace those front-end struts. And your rear tires, you know, uh, are balding pretty badly, which is at this point a safety issue. Now, I've never even sold this shit, but I've sold. So I can go sell anything right now. Anything. I can sell fucking surgeon, ut surgeon tools. Any, anything. But what I did there is I made them feel comfortable and I built that trust. You'll get another guy who's like, I'm getting everything. So, oh, you need you know this done. And then yeah, and then you bombard them and you scare them. And they're like, you know what? Let me think about it. And then they, you know, then they go to maybe they just end up having like Uncle Bob do the breaks. You know what I'm saying? And so right, it's right. like sometimes you gotta pick and choose. If there is a little life left there and you determine there's not a tremendous amount of driving, don't force that or make them feel obligated to do that. Get them struts done. Get them tires. Maybe get you know a, a fluid flush or something like that and send that customer happy and, 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 and get that return business in a couple of months. All right. I, I'm, uh, I'm just chiming in real quick, Coach. I got to go because I got you know, to run the shop here. Close it out. Close it out. All right. Well, the, peace out. And... Uh, I'll be back on the next stream. No, close it out. Yeah, you, you, no, go ahead. You wanted to say something. You want to close it out? Yeah, I want to close <laughs> out just saying, you know, uh, consider coaching a uh, we'll get a coaching session with Coach Hill. Um, very, very uh, coaching calls can get very interesting, you know, very quickly. And uh, I've always had a good, good uh, conversation with Coach Hill. And uh, I hope to coach, you know, to book. I'll be back on September 15th with more content, though, on my channel. So. Hey, go ahead and plug your channel real quick. What is the name of it? Uh, Tell the people. Uh, Automotive Anonymous Auto Tech. And, uh, okay. Automotive Anonymous Auto Tech. That's the name of his, his channel. Automotive Anonymous Auto Tech. So I, uh, be on the lookout. I get a chance, I'll drop a link right now in the, in the chat. Cool, man. All right, bro. I'll All let right. you get back to work. Right. 
we'll we'll, right. we'll talk to you again. Thanks, right. Barney. Only for the willing. Welcome back, sir. Thank you so much. We got somebody backstage. I'll be getting to you momentarily. Uh, Gene, um, only for the willing. Thank you for so much for the $100 Super Chat. I do have a special button made for you. Such a well-rounded empowerment you're giving your callers, EO, Mr. EO. For that, I thank you. Great broadcast to kick off the weekend. Thank you so much. I want to be fair to these men. Um, I want to get them prepared for real-life situations. And uh, But I, remember, uh, a champion is fair. We're just and we're fair. And uh, you're going to go places if, you, if you're that way. So uh, real quick, I want to celebrate you publicly. Thank you so much for that, that contribution. I got to find you, man. Got Mike in there. Mikey, I see you, bro. You'll be on momentarily. What's good? Um, I got a button for my homie, man. Fuck is it? Here we go. That's some fly shit for you, bro. All right. Real quick, I want to celebrate this. Uh, another super chat here. Is that Dylan? I might be saying it wrong. Dion. Dion. Appreciate that. Hey, coach, uh, can you show us your business card and explain your idea behind the design? Thank you for the great content. I don't have them in this in this office. Um, please be on the lookout. I will reference you. When I show that, it could be the next show, uh, and I will do that. Good question. I've done it before, but it's been a while. DeMarcus, good to see you, brother. $20. Appreciate the game. Stay up. I will. You do the same, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. How you doing, sir? Hey, Coach. How you doing, bro? I'm very good. Good to see you smiling, man. Good to see you smiling. That's what's <laughs> up. Uh, how do you say your name? Jim? It's Jem. Jem. Okay, Jem, Jem, Jem. All right, man. What's your question, bro? Where where you live at, by the way? I live in Bogota, Colombia. Okay. South America. Yes. I got you. I got you. Okay. Uh, well, coach, I have been uh, seeing your your channel and, and your streamings for a long, well, I can say uh, for a minute. And um, I like very much your content and... Uh, your content and all the like the um, the profound things that you say about life in general so um, that's why I I came to the program to ask you this question is to basically to have um, like uh, more clarity on my di my direction right now okay I used to work in a um, in a call center uh, called concentrics here in Bogota um, for customer service in United States 
and um, but that's not my that's not my uh, like my field uh, because I am a professional musician. I am a drummer, and I'm a, I'm also a, a piano player and a composer. Mm. Uh, this is what I enjoy enjoy the most. Uh, I have a girlfriend right now. Uh, I have like two and a half years with her. Uh, yeah, but basically, um, uh, I end my career and I try to focus on that. But I figure out that well, is here in Colombia you have to like spend a lot of time. Uh, Practicing your music, uh, showing uh, what you do, uh, um, to well, basically earn um, some money to keep doing that. So um, uh, I try to do that, but well, it's not that easy. And I well, I end up uh, working in the call center for like six months, and. Mm. Uh, it ended up like uh, messing up with my uh, mental health because uh, all the time were like clients yelling me and telling me a lot of things. Uh, at first, I like uh, handled that, but hey, man, I th I thought that that I couldn't like like handle it anymore. So I spent the rest of the time um, making music. I um, how old are you, by the way? How old are you? How old are you? I am 25 right now. Do you live alone or you live with uh, people or parents or what? No, I live alone uh, with uh, two roommates, but I am in the in the in the capital of this of the country that is Bogota. But my family be, uh, live in the coast, in the Caribbean coast. Mm. That is okay. Barranquilla. Okay. Yes. Um, well, uh, that's it. I, I want like more direction in, in my life because I think that that what I really want to do is music. But when I finish the like the schedules on the call center, I end up like uh, very very tired, uh, like 10 p.m. and or 10 and a half p.m. And I didn't want to make music uh, anymore. Like I I I like the music like behind and. I start focusing on, on other things, but music is what I really want to do. When I play drums, man, I I like that and uh, I I feel it very much, and other people see it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you sleep, you sleep, <laughs> you sleep. Yeah, yeah, I sleep. I never seen so many young people sleep so much. <laughs> It's like I talk to young people. It's like I'm 20. I'm like, how much do you sleep, brother? He's like 20 hours. I'm like, what the fuck? Listen, everybody wants to jump to what they really want to do, but you you have to understand this. Even doing what you really want to do will eventually become a burden. Everything eventually will become heavy. You have, but I told you this at the beginning that you have to. The uh, the major component of a man is management management and realistic expectations so when you go into work you shouldn't go i'm going to talk to a bunch of lovely people today you should go into work with the mindset i'm going to talk to a lot of different people today people that are frustrated people that don't want to hear from us uh people maybe there'll be there may be a few that that i can benefit today so it, it's all how you look at it um so you need to go in 
and go, I know I'm going to talk to a lot of different people today, but I'm going to add value where I can. I'm not going to be pushy. If somebody doesn't want to hear from me, I'm not going to take it personal. If they're mean or belittling or disrespectful, I know that has nothing to do with me. Um, they either have had a lot of these solicitation calls, which they're fed up with it, normal. Maybe they're having a bad day, but they couldn't possibly be, be mad at me, me the man. <laughs> you understand? And so you have to go in knowing today I'm going to experience a lot of different personalities, probably mostly not so good, but that's okay. I expect that. That's part of the job. But there's going to be a few here and there that are willing to listen to what I have to say, and I may be able to offer, offer value. So a lot of your tiredness is coming from the fact that you're, there, there's too much mind chatter. Your emotions are heavy. And so that's where you're tired. Your, your body's not really tired. It's your emotions, your failure to really govern your emotions that is making you very tired and heavy. And then also, there's no excuse. You should work your job. You know this too. I'm going here to earn an income. I'm not here to make friends. I'm not here uh, for a popularity contest. I'm here to add value and earn, a, and earn an income. That's number one. Number, when I leave here is when I go on to my, my dream and my passion. I, I drink a cup of coffee and I get going. And so, you know how many things I've had to do in a day? I mean, it's like juggling all kinds of things. You should see today even what I had to do before this show. And so part of being a man is, is being a great manager. It starts with managing your mind, your thoughts, your emotions, having realistic expectations, knowing what you're entering, and don't expecting more. Don't expect more than what it is. Disappointment and heaviness comes from expecting more than what it is. Okay? Okay? But at your age, I'd be working that job. I wouldn't be taking nothing serious that these people are telling me. Now, clearly, you know, obviously, you're going to have, you're going to hit a threshold and you're going to be done. And then we move on to the next thing. But we need to make money. Money is important for transition. You need to have money put away. You got to have some, you know, some finances. So you don't want to go into, you know, something broke. You know, you want to go into it comfortable. So uh, you want to do that. But you're going to have to work. I got to tell young people this. You have to work jobs you don't want to work. It's, you cannot avoid it. <laughs> but okay. it's your perspective about the job. Shit, I, I, I could dig a ditch, bro. I don't give a fuck. I'll go dig a ditch right now if I have to. I'll, go, I'll put a body in that motherfucker. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll put the coffin in, bro. I'll be like, hey, God bless. You know, uh, <laughs> put the body in. <laughs> and I'll put the dirt on top, fam. I mean, I'm going to do what I have to do to get my goal accomplished. And it's too many prima donna men walking around that want the perfect job, perfect conditions, perfect everything. Bro, that doesn't exist. Perfection doesn't even exist. It's how you organize your thoughts is where your success is going to be at. Your success is in the organization and the governing of your thoughts and your emotions. That is where success is. If you're waiting for pleasant conditions to come to be a happy man or a happy woman, you'll be waiting a long time. Okay. Okay, thank you, Coach. Um, 
No, um, yeah, that that resonates a lot with me because, well, I end up uh, quitting the job like long time ago, but but I think that, well, the thing I I I I, I cannot avoid the uh, the inevitable, so I have to 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 face it and. I got a little uh, more game for you on the way out. I okay. talked about this many times before, where you have to have a plan entering a job. People go into jobs, they have no exit plan. They don't know when they're going to leave. I used to go into jobs and I would know I'm here for 12 months, no longer. Well, I, I am I, here for 12 months. So it doesn't matter what they're talking about <laughs> and what they're doing. I got two months left. It's like a dude doing time in prison. He got two months and he's out on the street. You think he's going to fuck up his time? <laughs> he knows I got two months left. You know, I'm, I'm going to lay low. You know, and then other people try to trigger you and shit so you can stay longer. But, you know, it's like you got to run game even, even in, in the pen. So it's like, you know, you always should know the shelf life of a job, how long you're going to add value, how long you'll stay in that environment. And then see, it's people that don't have a plan, a second plan, the next phase that hates their job. But how can you hate your job when you know you only got about two months left? Well, I, I, um... I used to have uh, to have a plan when I begin the job. I said that mm -hmm. well, I I will save some money to invest in my music, and to mm -hmm. make it grow up because uh, well, this is where I am really good at. So um, I I bought I bought like equipment for uh, music producing uh, production and like a. a um, a keyboard and all that, mm -hmm. but um, and I keep like um, saving money for for investing in my in my music and that's my that was my plan. But then I I I thought that hey man, f uh, like fuck it, I I don't want to uh, keep doing this because this is messing up with my well with my head. But as you said, you have to like to. Um, don't take things uh, personally and uh, try to like to to have a distance between you and the mm -hmm. and the customer and all that. But yeah, that's true. That's really true. That's true. Do you have a YouTube channel? Uh, yeah. I well, I recently did a like a cover YouTube channel uh, called uh, Atlantic Flow. Uh -huh. We make music in Spanish and in English. Mm -hmm. My, you know that's where the the singer of Journey, you know Journey, right? The the, Journey, the, band, the band Journey. Yeah. That's how the guy got f found out by uh, the other band members is through YouTube. Okay. So you should make that everything is done through social media now. Marketing, mm -hmm. marketing is huge, and so get out there, do covers, do solos, you know, shit, tag them. Make sure you got your SEO good, so that you know that way you can circulate into that to that market, and um, you know there's um, and 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 stay hustling on the side, bro, with your passion. You shouldn't be sleeping that much. Sleep is essential. You need to sleep, but uh, if, if if I hear of any men sleeping ten hours a day, he's a bum. I think you're a bum. In my opinion, you're a bum. If you're in your twenties sleeping ten hours, you're a bum. Now, if you're 50 sleeping 10 hours, you might have already done a lot of front-end work, and you got, like, businesses bringing in. You got people working for you and shit. So now you could chill a little bit. You can go ahead and, and take a 10-hour nap 
outside on the fucking balcony or, or patio. Nice, beautiful sectional outside. But dudes want to be sleeping early. Like, fam, you got work to do. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, I remember in the movie Assassins, Antonio Banderas, he was talking to somebody. There was a, there was a scene in Assassins. They were at a cemetery. He said, you know, I love a cemetery. I put a lot of people down there. <laughs> hey, anyway, man, I thought I ended with that right there because I was talking about digging ditches and shit. And then, so I, and then I thought about, man, fuck that. I'll just be an assassin and put it down there. But anyway, all right, bro. Good to, good to talk with you. Uh, stay Thank committed you, and stay rational. Um, don't expect more from people and environments and situations that's not going to come. That's delusional. And you're adding, you're adding stress, expecting more. That's like trying to turn like a certain type of woman into a girlfriend. She don't want to be that. She wants to run the streets. She wants to do other things. She wants to get around. She wants to explore. And so is it her fault that you want to tie her down? It's your fault for trying to make her something she doesn't wish to be. So the same thing in business. You know, um, timing matters, but... Just control your mind, control your emotions. Don't expect more uh, uh, than than what is coming, uh, but always be looking to add the most value you can add every situation and every person you deal with. Be value-driven. That's why I talked about it in my book. And so when you become a very value-driven person, you'll notice opportunities will come to you. Okay. Well, by the way, Coach, I want to, like, uh, thank you and – and tell you that you are a very creative person and I really connect with your contact with your content uh, so um, uh, thank you for for all your videos and well the intention that you want to share with us because it's really really meaningful at least to me I, so I appreciate you so I much, appreciate man. your sincerity thank you my pleasure talk to you again okay bye bye thanks man Yo, what's good, bro? Good to see you, man. I don't hear you. I don't hear you. Can you hear me now? I hear you, bro. What's good? Good to see you. Likewise, brother. Likewise. Uh, This is a client of mine, by the way, guys. This is a guy that I consult regularly. Uh, uh, It's uh, good to see you. Likewise. likewise. I like like the jacket. What's that? like the jacket. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. I need a large, though. This is a medium. The arm's a little too tight. I bought this. I lost eight pounds, though, recently. I lost uh, seven or eight, like, in a week. So slimming down a little bit. Uh, just going to bring it down, get into some boxing shape because I might get in the ring. Mm. But uh, what's going on? Nah, bro. I'm at the fourth partner. Uh, Jason, the one that I told you he uh, – he was looking at your content and he was like, that's that's a fly dude right there. Like the way, like he was peeping game. And, you know, I'm You're cutting there. out a little bit? You're cutting out a little bit? Yeah, no. Nah, I'm at the office. What's right good, now. bro? What's good, man? What you eating, bro? Y'all got the mustard? Oh, that's oil, isn't it? <laughs> My bad. I thought that was oil. I mean, a uh, mustard. I was like, y'all eating sandwiches? Let me get a bite. Let me get a bite of that sandwich real quick. Yeah, now we over here. And I just wanted, I don't really have a question, but I just yeah. wanted to, to vouch and, and give my gratitude in public and, and let people know as somebody that um, you've coached multiple times, that, uh, getting a one-on-one. 
not a sales pitch or nothing like that. It's really being honest and sincere. Like, you've helped me tremendously in terms of uh, coaching and getting my mindset in the right place. Um, so I just want to let everybody know, you know, EO is a very sincere dude, um, very honest, and he'll give it to you raw, even if you don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but he'll let you know. And, um, yeah, that, that's all I really wanted to do. And I'm, I'm, I'm just over here just working and just listening uh, to everything that's going on and, and, and everything you got to say. So, you know, that that's really what I wanted to come here and do, bro. I just wanted to, you know. You know, just uh, just let people know publicly. Like, yeah. I appreciate that, man. It's uh, that that's meaningful. Uh, I, I know you're listening, and um, you know, it's a pleasure to coach you as well because it's not always a pleasure to coach everybody. It's not. I can be honest about that. Uh, some guys are very resistant to the truth. Uh, they're not quite ready for the truth. And uh, but most of the guys that hire me have watched long enough to know that I'm different. My game is is very unique and very different, um, and it hits the center of the person, the center. I'm not trying to make you head heavy. I want you to be wise, you know, but I want you. I want to hit that center. If I hit the center, it'll spread out. But if I just hit the head, there's gonna this will be missing. Mm-hmm. And if you got the if you got the heart, if the heart is missing, the fairness, the just behavior, you know. Um, it's going to end, and it'll probably end badly. So I want to make sure that every interaction that men have that, that I'm coaching is fair and just. Anybody's in control of himself. You know, he's managing himself well. Thus, he manages people well because you're going to meet some people that don't know how to manage themselves. They can't control their thoughts. They believe their thoughts. They're, they attach themselves to a lot of things. And so for me, I've recognized all those things in myself and, and began self-mastery. And uh, and so now I can see it right away when someone is in denial, self-deception, they're too attached to something, they have an unrealistic expectation, they're getting ahead of themselves. You and I have talked about that. That's why you're smiling. And so and so it's my job to settle you, to bring you back to center, to have you seeing it, you know, um, with a clear vision. It, it, it's it's like you're more like, I don't, I don't want to get too... The, like the medical stuff but it's like a holistic doctor which mm. takes care of the body in, to- in totality it's not like mm. well sometimes in western medicine like they'll just give you a band-aid for the things that you have problems with like okay like i have you know digestive problems so let me take a tongue versus yo you need to clean up your eating you need to yeah. you need to do you need to exercise a little weight so i feel like that's more like where you're coming from you're trying to get to the root why you're thinking a certain way versus just telling somebody, okay, think like this instead. You're like, nah, like, look, you know, where's this coming from? Why, why are you thinking this way? Like, you, you, you know what I'm trying to say? Of course, because I think people try to treat the symptoms. Uh, they want, they want, you know, to help the symptoms. But if you hit the root, then the, the symptoms will diminish. For sure. You know what I'm saying? You can't just keep treating symptoms because you'll be sick. It'll be reoccurring. It'll come back. And so we got to get to the root of the issue. And then once we do that, you'll notice your bumps are going away. You know, uh, your hair is growing back. You know, whatever it is, you know, whatever it is. Um, I've known many men who have lost their hair due to very traumatic and stressful times. And then once they I de- dealt with that emotionally, 
recognize that they were too emotional or they weren't allowing themselves to grieve properly, uh, to take their time with a situation, to let it run its course. And then once you do that, the stress and the anxiety begins to leave you. And then here comes your hair back because the body will respond to stress. It's a killer. And so that's what I help with the guys. But, uh, you know, but the number one component of my teaching is the mirror. The mirror is going up. And until you're ready to look in it, you be ready to look in it if you're hiring me. <laughs> be ready. But uh, it's good to see you. And it's good to meet, and good to meet your, your boy over there. Yeah. Hey, is that the new office? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We, we got some got, windows. Uh, yeah. Shit, y'all y'all had just the cement walls before. Now you got a couple windows. We, we had the sheetrock before, bro. <laughs> uh, that's, I know, I know. Upgraded, baby. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. We just got to get good. it together. Yeah, yeah. Sunlight is good. You know, get, being able to look out, sunlight is good. It's good. That's a nice upgrade. So you got to count your blessings, bro. It's like, okay, we were like in a little room with no windows and, and poor ventilation. Now we got ventilation. We got a bathroom and shit. You know, we don't have to pee by the tree. <laughs> you know, uh, it's like the little the little upgrades. I uh, appreciate them. Because when you hit it, when you hit it, when you get when you get big, you, so you'll be able to appreciate the bigger things if you appreciate the smaller things. It's very important. That's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I'll let you go. I do appreciate. It. Unless you, unless you want to say anything else before you go, before you go. Uh, nah. Oh, um, would you mind if I, um, the dude that was on before, you mind if I give him some advice in turn? Since I do, please, me. please. Uh, yeah, like Eo said, um, everything. So, YouTube Shorts, uh, TikTok. I don't know if he's still listening, but TikTok, YouTube Shorts. No, it's just to like right. basically that you made about social media absolutely everything is done on social media marketing and it's like and it's always good to be able to talk to people in person as well you know mm -hmm. what i mean be able to have conversation in person but yeah everything nowadays is done on social media so as far as music goes i think that was definitely a good uh a good point yeah and you got to do some shows for free obviously you know you got to get out there say hey we'll do an opening show we'll do a little you know a couple songs for you on uh no charge so you sure. get the exposure uh you can network and if they like you they bring you back you know people say hey we love that first band you know why don't you bring them back again and maybe not and now you charge them yeah now we got a rate but you gotta you gotta throw your your talents out there uh, and see who who can catch it. You know what I mean? Uh, get them, get them, get them eyeballs on you, man. Um, so don't be afraid to do things pro bono until you can then charge a rate. Shit, when I first started coaching, I was charging like shit, like fifty an hour, if that, bro. <laughs> if that, it, it may not, it may have been less than that when I first started, because I was reasonable with it. Plus, I had another job, but I was being reasonable with it, and I've earned my way up to my rate. A lot of people might think, damn, he charges $500 an hour. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I'm, I'm worth more than that. Way more than that. And you're giving, and you're giving life advice. So when you really think mm -hmm. about it, to a certain degree, it's priceless. You know what I yes. mean? Yeah. So it's priceless because if, if you're teaching somebody, if you're showing somebody how to do a certain thing that could potentially you know, change the way that they move and change the – because life is all about mentality. Like whatever you have mm -hmm. in here is really – What's gonna uh, direct, you know, where you're going? This that's really what's gonna steer the 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 fucking the car. You know what I mean? So you have to know mm -hmm. your mind has to be right. Without the without the mind, you can't. You of know, course. I mean? and and that, giving, giving life advice. Man, 
you know, like that's that that's priceless to me. So, yeah. All right, Primo. Appreciate you, bro. <laughs> Good to see you, man. Tell your boy I said what's up. Congrats on the new space. Thank you, bro. Make it happen, bro. Make it happen. We'll talk again. No choice, bro. All right, bro. All right. Peace, man. All right. Got some good dudes out there. Got some good men out there. And so uh, feel free to jump in. We'll get a couple more. Damn, what the fuck? Okay. Yeah, I thought they had the mustard out, bro. I was ready to make a subway and shit. <laughs> I see him laughing backstage. I, I was ready, man. I was like, damn, put some pickles on my joint. That's what's up. Um, but uh, yeah, let me know what you guys got. If you have any questions uh, about women, about manhood, let's get it going. I do want to appreciate everybody who's here. Could be a little early for you. Justin Bing was good, man. Still I rise, I see you. Shout out to the champions. Bro Life, thank you for that five, bro. Good to see you. Good to see you. We'll continue to do things like this again. Ethan, thank you for the super chat. How to tell a woman that's been down for a while that you love her without sending, sounding like a sucker. I made a video on this. Tell females... You know, you could tell a female that you love what the two of you have. You could say, I love us. I've said that many times. But you could also tell a woman you love her. Why, why can't you tell a woman you love her? I mean, if you're a sucker, see, if you're a sucker, everything you say sounds like a sucker, some sucker shit. But if you're a man, you could tell a woman you love her. Why not? She knows every, you, She knows who the fuck you are. She knows that you're a man about everything you do. But one thing you could do is tell a woman you love what the two of you have. I love us. I love us. I respect us. So don't, you know, if you're a sucker, you can't pretend. See, sucker shit's going to come out eventually anyway. It'll come out in the way you look at somebody, in your energy. You can't hide sucker shit forever. You know, you can get away with it for a day or two, but that sucker is going to come out because you can't it, it cannot be hidden forever. But if you're a sincere, authentic man and you love a woman, why not tell her you love her? What's wrong with that? See, love without attachment. See, you can love without attachment. I love without attachment. I love with realistic expectations. You understand? I still love, but I love realistically i love knowing i don't own anybody i know i love knowing people don't own me and so you can say one of two things if you're a man about your shit you can tell a woman you love her and she knows you're not saying it like a sucker okay or you could say i love what we have because love is the inclusion of both individuals don't mistake what love is. Now, if you're a needy dude, then you just love the person because you're needy. And what you're really saying is, I love how you make me feel. 
less needy, less lonely. And so that's what you're really saying. When people say, I love you, you, you should still even understand where that love, that emotion is coming from. It's coming from something you supply a lot of the time. And so when you say, I love us, it's the dynamic that I love. Because without me, you're not here. Without you, I'm not here. So I love us. That is a dope-ass way to say it. And it's, and it's sincere and it's authentic. I'm going to go ahead and post the link. If nobody comes up, we're going to end the show. May do it in a weekend show. We may not. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and post it one more time. Come on through if you have a question about life, manhood, women. I wanted to give you guys an opportunity. If you're a woman and you have a, uh, a question about a man that you're seeing or about uh, troubles in, in dating relationships, you are welcome to join as well. Women are welcome. Women need leadership. And women need, women need to talk to fair men. Fair. And, women, and, men with the, and men with experience such as myself. Justin asks, uh, can you talk about guys traveling to find a girlfriend? Hey, I listen. I was thinking about this yesterday. Who am I? Who is anybody to have a harsh opinion about how another man invests his time, his hard-earned money, and where he puts his penis, bro? Like, that shouldn't even be a concern of another man. Real talk. Now, obviously, I think it could be excessive and unnecessary. However, who am I to tell another grown man who works, who works... How to spend his green. I, I should not be concerned about that. And I am not concerned about that. And if a man came to me and said, hey, listen, I want to hire you to get your input, then I'll provide my input. But who am I to talk about how another dude spends his paper, how he spends his precious time because the life clock is ticking for all of us, um, where he wants to go, what he wants to see, uh, who he wants to deal with. Uh, if another man has a harsh opinion of that, he's probably a bitch somewhere. Real talk. Like, there's got to be some bitch in you. And so I have an opinion. I, I, I do. Ha I think it can be unnecessary. There could be some stuff you could clean up. Or maybe they're not interested in doing all that. They're like, listen, I like it better out there. And I'll be honest with you. Um, American women are delusional as shit. Entitled as shit, spoiled little brats, all of them, the majority, we all got a little brat in us, bro. It's just the world we live in. You got um, technology that can bring th things to us quick. The wait time on things is minimal now. Patience is not being tested, you know, to a large degree. I mean, you can jump online and get porn right now. You can jump online and get something from Amazon and get it delivered by five o'clock. Um, you can go Grubhub and have somebody deliver something to you. You don't even have to get out of your chair. 
It's like we're spoiled, man. Now, those are luxuries that a businessman or a purpose or a person with gratitude will take it will take advantage of and but also be very appreciative of that. He will tip well. He will be considerate to his driver because he realizes like, hey, you are saving me time. Very precious commodity. And so I'm going to reward anybody who has value to my life. Room service. You know, I tip very well room service. Barbers, although I cut my own hair now, but take care of the people who take care of you. But you can be successful in the States with women. You can be successful overseas with women. But who am I to tell another grown man who works how he should spend his loot? Should, should he trick? Should he not trick? <laughs> it's none of my business. And if I make it my business, I got some bitch in me for real. There's some bitch in me. And so that's my take on that. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be disrespectful to men going overseas. I'm not. It's your money. It's your time. It's your. It's your junk. I don't have any opinion about that. Um, I don't do it. I never even thought of doing it. Anytime I left the states and went to Jamaica, Bahamas, wherever, Hawaii, I never thought, damn, I'm gonna go there and get some women. I, I, what I thought was, I'm going to go there and experience, experience the culture. I'm going to go there and, and, and experience the weather and the food and, 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 uh, and, and, and experience that. And, and uh, um, it was like women was never really on my mind because I already know no matter where I go, I can make something happen. Shit, I could go, I could be dirty right now walking down the street with a hole in a tank top and I can get a woman. I know this. Like, I know this. I've done this. So I, I don't have a concern about it. However, there are men in the world that I have to be conscientious of that have not had that type of success, that don't have that type of self-belief. And so if I'm going to be a man encouraging men, I cannot be too, too critical Mem G, Mikey, appreciate that hundo, fam. Donation from Joy, from Jay, <laughs> Joy, uh, from Jay and myself. Thank you, Jay. Thank you, Mikey. Get your, uh, get that, yeah, get that. I see what I saw, we make. Hey, con your look, fucking onions. That'll be picking gold from the street. <laughs> hey, get that sandwich with that mustard. I will, bro. Hey, appreciate that hundo, man. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to have you on the team. It's a pleasure to coach you. You know how to handle a machine gun. <laughs> Shit. You know how to handle a machine gun. Yeah, we were in the war in Cuba, right? 500? Who do you think we are? Back channels? <laughs> do 50 bucks, then why didn't you, man? And don't be calling me no fucking dishwasher. I'll kick your fucking monkey ass. That's the shit. <laughs> I love that scene. He's like, uh, he's a, uh, Mio, you act like that guy's doing you a favor or something. Real talk. He was acting like that guy Omar was doing him a favor, bro. Mijo, you act like that guy's doing you a favor or something. <laughs> that shit's true. That shit is true. Manolo, Manolo was always, he was too, too busy for the bitches. And he was always acting un, like disqualified or underqualified for shit. While Tony was like, fuck that. About to check this fool. Trying to make me go on a job real quick for some petty cash. 
I like that song they were playing in that Cadillac, though. He was like, I was like, yo, let me get that. Let me get in that caddy real quick. No. Yeah, different vision, Justin. That's right. Old boy was like, 500. Better than making a sandwich. Better than making a sandwich. Yeah, fuck that. So it all comes down to the mindset. I could always spot a weak person, but I'm not gonna judge you. But I could, I could see that weakness. That's the, that's the, that's the gift. That's the talent I have. I'll spot your weakness right away and introduce you to it. And I won't let you get away from it. I won't let you get away from it. I'll sit you in the room with that weakness, so you can identify it. So. I told you about Tala, Jewish, and a sanitarian, not a sanitation. <laughs> hey, Tony was cool, man. And and uh, what I really loved about that character. Tu kissing a woman? Fuck that. I don't need that shit in my life. What he was saying is, it was supposed to only be the dude. I'm not killing no kids. But that was the deal. And so he had to die for that. YouTube chill. But he was willing to go out for that. Because he knew I can't carry that shit on my conscience. I can't carry that. I won't be able to carry that. Knowing I killed two kids and a woman. This is so fucking bad. This is so fucking bad. You like to hide with that shit? <laughs> you think I killed two kids and a woman? Fuck that. I don't need that shit in my life. And he made a decision. And he, and, he, and he paid for it, but he could go down as a man. I love that about Tony. He knew he wouldn't carry that. It was against his principles. I could not do that. There's not going to be a next time, you fucking little monkey. <laughs> Who the fuck you think you're talking to, huh? What do you think I'm a fucking bellboy? Tony hung up. <laughs> Remember his little boy? Chichi, Chichi, get the yayo. He said, uh, he hung up. <laughs> we go to war. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna eat that salsa for breakfast. <laughs> do that confidence like a motherfucker, bro. He was swarmed. He said, fuck this shit. That, dude, the more I think about it, man, I was, it was a toss-up between Scarface, Carlito's Way. I love both movies for different reasons. Fucking Sea of Love is a good Pacino film. Good movie, Sea of Love. A lot of his films. Serpico, good movie. Shit, a lot. Even Son of a Woman. So much game there. But the more I think about Scarface, the more I think about just you can see the, the transformation and the mindset at the beginning. I, you tell him I kill a communist for fun. But for a green car, I'm going to carve him up real nice. <laughs> it just, oh man, it was so good, man. Ramanga. Anyway, I went on a little trip there. 
Dating at work, bro. Too many women in the world to date at work. Honestly, I think simps, simps do that. Like today especially. It's like a dude that don't got women on the outside, but then he like falls in love with a girl there. Like daydreaming about her and shit. Like jacking off in the stall. Thinking about her. Like I feel like there's too many women in the world to be like concentrating on, on, on a work chick, bro. Like again, have I done it before? Yeah, because it was given to me. It depends. It depends on the situation. Uh, I'm not begging for it. I'm not asking for it. Um, I'm not. Get, I'm not. I'm not asking for it. I'm not begging for it. But if you're that fly dude, they'll give it to you. And then you know, you also got to have game in how you do it. You got to set it up right. You got to set everything up right. But it's always a risk. Just know that dealing with anybody at work is. It's. It don't matter how laid out it is for you. It's always a risk. I don't recommend it, but I've done it. But I never like like ran game to try to make it happen. It was always just given to me. <laughs> so if it's given to you, I'm not going to tell you not to take it. Do it smart, but always know it's a risk. But if you're falling in love with workers and shit, like, man, she talked to me today at the vending machine. Like, you're a simp, bro. Chill. Brian says, true, but Tony killed his, his best friend. Yeah, that was an emotional moment, and he was high on cocaina, and so no excuse. You know, old boy showed up at the door with a satin robe on and shit. Like, that was bad game on Manolo's part. Like, why are you hiding and shit, fam? He already told you, hey, you stay away from her. She's not for you. He already told her, bro. <laughs> he told him already. You stay away from her, Manny. She's not for you. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, hey, you want to go against your boy's wishes, and then you show up at a, at the door with a satin robe on, and you see your, you know, your sister running down the stairs. Shit happens. Shit happens. Yeah, let them know, like, you know, you should have shot Tony a text. Yeah, you couldn't do that in the 80s, but. You know, you could, you got to have these conversations, you know what I'm saying? Um, you can't just show up with a satin robe on after banging his sister out. And dude was already fucked up from knowing that I just, you know, so, I'm going to have to go to war with Sosa too. He just talked to the mother. She said, you come in here with your hot shot clothes and your jail manners and make fun of us? Oh, mama. Take it easy, mama. <laughs> Take it easy. It's nothing like that, mama. And so he went to the mom's house. You got to think about the transition of things, you know? It's like he went to the mom's house. You did this to her, Antonio. He's like, I didn't do nothing, mama. I didn't do nothing, mama. <laughs> you did this to her, Antonio. I work for my living. And... uh he said, I don't know. She doesn't listen to me anymore after she got in touch with you. Piece of shit. And um, he said, where? She told him, you know, I follow her, whatever. She goes up to this place. You know, he was already defensive minded. So that's why you got you to gotta watch it. You got to watch it. Bobby, the producer, $10. Appreciate you, man. That's no duck walk anymore. <laughs> That's right. Let me tell you, there's no duck walk anymore. Let me tell you, forget about 13.5.
Oh shit! Hey, it's another client of mine slash friend. We always do. We always. Hey, it's not duck walk anymore. Forget about thirteen five. <laughs> Forget about thirteen five. It's no. It's not duck walk anymore. Let me tell you. Thank you for uh, the super chat, bro. What the fuck difference does it make where I'm from, Hector? You want me to you want me to come back in? We start over? <laughs> Some good ass lines. Bro, y'all missed the game in that movie, man. Don't don't miss every scene had the game. Every scene had the game. Even old boy was outside trying to holler while while uh his cousin, Angel Fernandez, or Angel Hernandez, something like that. I think it's Angel Hernandez. While he was getting sawed up, old boy was out there simping, bro. Focus. See, that's why Manolo got fucked up. He couldn't focus. He got ran by the the by the by the Punani, bro. He was getting ran by that shit. I told you that you was on a sanitarium. Not a sanitation. Sanitarium. Yeah. Forget about 13.5. <laughs> anyway, we're going to end the show, guys. We'll do this again another time. Pick up the game where you can. It's all over the place. Anytime you come to this channel, the game is everywhere. It's, it's everywhere. It's in every scene. It's in every word. It's in every visual. The game, the champion game is there. And so... Um, let me see what Francis said real quick. Uh, good afternoon, Coach EO. Having trouble sending a super chat. Hope all is well. Question, why do you think the mindset you display isn't normal, popularized in today's society? Because I unplugged. Every, most people are plugged in. I'm unplugged. And I've been unplugged for a while now. And so now I have clear vision. And you know, it's it can be it can be scary unplugging. It was never really scary for me though, because I'm a brave dude. But a lot of people are afraid. I'm gonna lose my. I could lose my friends. I could lose my girl. I could. I, I, you're gonna lose because when you unplug, you're actually losing false beliefs, unrealistic expectations. You're lo You are losing when you unplug. You are giving up. And, and most people, they, they can't even think about giving up what they have or who they have, the possibility of that taking place. And so I unplugged. I distanced myself. I don't lie to myself. Unplugging is a solo travel. It is. It is a solo travel. Great line. It's a, it is a solo travel. You have to do it. You have to, you have to do it alone. And every unplugging is a different experience. Some people say they're unplugged. They say they're a red pill. But if you listen to them long enough, nah, they ain't red pill. They, ain't, they haven't even unplugged fully. They unplug in the comfortable spots. They unplug only about the woman, but they don't unplug about them. They stay blinded to them, and they supposedly are now open to the truth about another. But the truth is always about you. The unplugging is about you. 
And then once it is about you and you have clear vision about yourself, then you can have clear vision about another. And you don't necessarily have to have clear vision about another with judgment. As a matter of fact, once you unplug, you should have more compassion in a sense for those that are still plugged. But it's a road that you must travel individually. Let's get out of here, guys. You might see me this weekend. You may not. No promises. But I may do a show Sunday. So be on the lookout. I want to thank everybody. Good questions today. I know we added value. And we'll see you in the next one.